Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to How Preschool Teachers Do It. This is Allison Kentos. I am an early childhood educator. And this is Cindy Tarabush. I am an early childhood consultant. This podcast is for parents and early childhood professionals. Let our experience and research-based knowledge become your guide. Welcome back to the podcast. We have a really practical topic for you today. The ever um, curious about, always talked about, how do you potty train? Ah, yeah. How do you potty yeah. train? Potty train. <laughs> yeah. Always a hot topic when you hot work topics. with young children, particularly the really young children. Um, yeah. And I, Allison is our resident expert potty trainer. Allison, potty how many trainer. kids would you say you potty trained over your career? Over my career, probably hundreds. Uh, all hail Allison. I- <laughs> all hail the pod training queen. <laughs> I, I, have, I have worked with uh, a lot of families who are working on potty training their children. I've had teachers who are working on potty training children when I directed a school. I have two children of my own who I successfully potty trained, but I all hail Allison. You are definitely <laughs> the expert on this podcast. So yeah. <laughs> um, we, we will both talk about it, but I hand it over to you to start. All right. Well, I would say the beginning of potty training would be to first know your child because potty training, to be successful at it, you need to know when they are physically and emotionally ready to do this because it's not just a physical thing. It is a mental and emotional thing. So... Usually it starts with talking about it, like you're changing their diaper. And usually I just ask, do you want to sit on the potty today? And they'll say no. But one day, might be months, might be weeks, might only be like a day, they're going to say, yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. And you'll sit them on the potty. But I I also know emotionally when to ask that question. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to ask them that when they're not ready to be asked that. So you kind of have to like, no. Don't you think that there's, I think potty training 
sort of goes in trends. I think I've worked in a time where parents um, and other family members wanted them trained really early. And then you'll go through a period of time where people are saying, no, you don't have to do that. And I think that some of it is cultural, the beliefs about potty training. There's there's some cultural beliefs about it. Right. And I think that the bottom line have, you know, in my observations has been your child has to be ready and that it's a training experience for all of you. It is. And there is no set time. Like, no, there's no set no. age that's, no, like, you, oh, you, you have to be done by two. No, and it's, you can't say, well, my a, child is two. This is it. This is they're it. not ready. Yeah. And there are some parents out there that are like, well, they're two. They're going to start at two. Well, yeah, okay. that. But they might not be ready at two. They might be ready at three. So you know, you they think, might be ready at 18 months. What do you, you think know? are some but, of the criteria for ready? What does ready mean? Ready, are they interested in the potty? Are they showing any interest in it at all? Um, cause some kids do, they, they, they show interest if their older si- sibling is using oh, it. Oh yeah. That was the like case when I was raising my kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. My yeah. younger, my younger child potty trained much faster than my older one because yeah. all three of us were doing it. Peer pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do they, can they follow instructions? Um, and simple things like, you know, you know, step by step, we're going to sit in the potty. We're going to do this, you know, you know, step by step little instructions, um, can they tell you somehow that they need to go? Right. Either because simply, simply putting a kid on a potty is not potty training. They no, have no, to no. be it, indicating they need to go and they have to know that feeling in their bodies. Right. They need to know what it feels like to have to go mm-hmm. and then go to the bathroom, like go into the bathroom and do the whole thing. You asking them every 20 minutes and putting them on the toilet every 20 minutes and maybe one of those times they happen to pee on the toilet that's not being potty trained i know that's people just... right i know people who would say like we're potty training and we sit her or him on the potty and let they just stay there till they go that's not yeah, that's not potty, potty training. training that's just by chance they happen to pee while they're sitting on the toilet yeah you know i mean if I sat on the toilet long enough, I'd pee eventually too. But I mean, <laughs> like, you know, true. I mean, like, that's but, true. <laughs> true. Um, <laughs> so, but they they need to be able to somehow indicate to you that indicate they need to it. go. But in the beginning of potty training, I remember this from my own kids. Like they would they would tell me after, like they would urinate or whatever, and then they would come to me and say potty, and I was like, but that's, you already did it. But that's typically what happens first right they usually will because at least they've acknowledged like okay i went right you know i don't want to i don't want to acknowledgement there's an acknowledgement i went because before that they don't even realize it they're just like okay this is just something that happens in my diaper and i don't even know you know what that i should be doing i have to say i sometimes think wow it must be so so like liberating to just be able to go and then i think oh my god that's so scary i'm getting older i don't But that's what they do. That's what they do. They, they, in the beginning, they don't know or care most kids. And then all of a sudden they'll start to, you know what you'll see them do sometimes? Like when they have to do something, they'll go hide in a corner. That's a beginning recognition. Yeah. That something's happening here. Yeah. They go and hide to like go. And then you're like, well, wait a minute. If you, if you can 
go to that corner and do it over there. Maybe you can go to a Maybe party. Maybe you can go to the party. Yeah. So like you're, they're starting to recognize that they're doing something, and it's not just coming out while they're playing. Right. They're actually doing something, and then. And then and they're going then to have accidents, even if you if they oh, yeah. if you manage to kind of teach them about telling you so that you can you, they can go to the potty. There are going to be accidents, and we can't ridicule them for it. Oh yeah, accidents are okay. Yeah, like like but not I, like every you know. But but if your kid consistently urinates in their pants, then they're not then they're potty not ready. trained. That's not, not an accident. That's an inability. Yes. Yes. And I like when we're potty training at school. Well, first off, when you're at being potty trained at home is very different than being potty trained at school. Because there's some parents that are be like, oh, he went the whole weekend at home. You know, he was dry, he peed on the potty, whatever. But then school's a whole nother nugget. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of, there's a lot more distractions. We're not always in the same room. Right. You know, there's only one toilet. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So then, you know, the child will have accidents at school, which to me is normal. And then they go home and the parent like, oh, he had two accidents here. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, we're at school. You know, being potty trained at school, completely different than oh, being potty trained. Oh, there's so much trained. for them to do in your classroom. They're not. So much to do in and the you, class. And, you know, can we talk about this on an adult level for a second? Isn't it true that you sometimes get caught up in the work you're doing or the TV show or the activities, and you realize, oh, my gosh, I have to go to the bathroom so bad. Like, Yes. Yes. Right? We all do that. Yes. So I don't know why we get yes. upset with children when they get distracted and don't go yes. in time. No, I'm not saying I don't get there in time, by the way. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying. Let me just put that out in the world. That, I get there in yeah. time. But like, you suddenly realize times... I have to run to the bathroom or yeah. I'm going to have to pause this. Yeah. How many times have you been, like, at work and you're like, oh, my God, I don't think I peed today. Yes. And it's like. One o'clock in the afternoon. You're like, I've been here since eight. <laughs> you know, it's like, to me a oh, lot. We're all think today. You know, you know and, I haven't been to the bathroom in hours. Yeah, in hours. You know, which, yeah. by the way, is unhealthy for you. Let's do that. It's, this is very, it's very unhealthy, unhealthy for, you. for you. Yes, don't do that. But <laughs> you're going to get but, an infection. This is such yeah. a sophisticated. No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we do. We do these really heady topics, and then sometimes we do yeah. pain. Um, yeah. Now we're talking about pain. We're an equal opportunity discusser. Um, and and I think it's important sometimes parents get really discouraged too when their children are potty trained during the day they do manage to get to a point where the majority of the time the children are telling them they need to go or they're going somewhat independently but they're still wetting the bed at night oh but that could take years that could take a long time I mean, your your child could be potty trained at age two, but not be potty trained overnight until like age four or five. Right. Going overnight, I mean, they're, they're asleep. So to have that cue wake you up takes a little bit longer. And I mean, while, I, while I don't know much about this personally, I'm yeah. just going to mention that there are children who wet the bed past that. Past that, yeah. Um, and, and uh, you know, while you may want to look into the reasons for that, it's still not a reason to humiliate kids. I just want to put that right. out there. Yeah, it never is. It's no. never a reason. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I think it's important. I know when I've worked in schools, it's always been important that we, my staff and I, or if it was me, that we were um, collaborating with families about this. Yes. So if you are, well, like in my school, it's like this, like if the child shows interest at school, in potty training, right? Mm-hmm. If which they, they do say, sometimes because they see they their do. peers go. Because 
it is major peer pressure yes, at my school. Yes, this is positive okay? peer pressure. Positive peer pressure at my school. There, I have children in my class right now that are already potty trained, and I have some that are like in the process, and some who aren't at all. Um, but the you know, so it is like this. Like, well, she's doing it. I kind of want to do that now, and you know, like this whole thing. So if they show an interest at school and they sat on the potty that day. I tell the parents like that day, like, hey, so-and-so, you know, sat on the potty today just so that they know so that if they want to do it at home, you know, or if, if the child asks at home to kind of like continue it. And then I usually will like send a little email with like all these like potty training tips. So yeah. like, you know, now that now that she asked, you know, let's let's I'm going to ask every day now, you know, you might want to do this at home, too, because then we're on we're both on the same page and then I usually ask the parents, what are you calling the potty at home? Because everybody calls it a different thing. I want to be able to use the same language as you are using. You know, like, what are you calling underwear? What are you calling potty? What are you, what are you call- calling what are you urinating? Call- are you saying urinating? Urinating. You, saying- you know, sometimes when children yeah. are um, English language learners, they have yeah. words from other languages for it. And it's so essential that the teaching yeah. staff knows that. It is. I feel and, and so, so bad when children who yeah. primarily speak another language are asking to go use the toilet and we don't know what they're saying. You don't know and what And then they saying. have an accident. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah I, and, and, you know, I've even had... and English-speaking people also, like in our part of the world huh? anyway, English-speaking people, we all have different words we use with our children for this. The teachers yeah. need to know what those words are. Yeah. I've had children. I had one little girl who used to use sign language oh, to tell me to go. go to the toilet. Yeah, because she didn't have the words. Um, I had one little girl whose mother was from England and she called underwear knickers, you know? So for a long time, I didn't know that that's what she was saying, you know, until eventually I was like, Oh, that's what she's saying. You know? And then I asked the mom that that's what, that was actually what started me because those two girls were in the same class, the one who used the sign language and the one who called knickers. And that's what, <laughs> that must have been what, an interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what made me realize that like, you need to start asking. Yeah. You need to start asking these parents, what do you do. call underwear? What do you call toilet? What do you call this? What do you, uh, I like, think a lot of just schools assume. have it. Don't a lot of schools yeah. have it on their intake forms, like from families, like tell us what you call this. Tell us. Please make sure if you're an administrator yeah. that you're communicating well, that to your teachers. Yeah, don't but, just let but, it sit on a piece of paper. Yeah. But the problem is if, if that child like enrolled at like infancy, yeah, then you won't it have may that, not have right. gone up or like in my school, like in my program, we don't have that intake form, mm. you know, like, Maybe we should start. That's yeah, a good well, idea. think that. Oh. Over. There's my hint yeah. for the day. Think yeah. that over. We need some intake <laughs> forms. Yeah, we could talk about intake, that offline. <laughs> our intake forms are all like public school intake forms. Yeah, no, that no, have no. Nothing you need to some do. forms. Like, you need some forms. We should we should do an episode <laughs> where we talk about what do you need to know from families as the children start. That would yeah. be an interesting episode. Yeah, that would Let's, be. Somebody write that down. I think uh-huh. I'll, there I'll you go. Make a note now. But wait, before you make that note, I want to have you sum up with what do you think are the most important, like if I had to say to you, name three things that are the most important things for families and teachers to know about potty training, what are they? Stay positive and patient because it's going to take a lot of patience. Um, Do not, do not, do not shame your child if they have an accident or if it's taking longer to potty train than you thought because everybody's on their own timeline. Um, and I would say, know your child, know your child, know the signs that they're ready and act on them because there's a small window of them being ready. And sometimes if you miss that window, 
<laughs> you're done. Then you're done. <laughs> you're done. You're, you're going to have to, yeah, you might have to wait another six months until they're ready again. So give everybody, it, quickly yeah. give everybody the signs again. Um, are they interested? Are they showing like signs that they're interested in it? Can they follow basic instructions? Can they tell you through either words or gestures that they need to use the potty? Um, can they stay dry for an extended period of time? Um, not, not overnight, like during the day. Mm -hmm. Um, can they, you know, pretty much like sit upright and pull their pants up and down and things that they'll need to do when they're on the toilet, those kind of things, then they'll be ready. And are like, emotionally, are they ready? You know, can they handle doing, you know, those, those simple commands and, if they have an accident, are they going to be okay? You know, because some kids, if they have an accident, it, it it puts a damper on their whole day. You know, I've right. seen that. Poor, you're poor like, thing. oh, I feel sorry for them. Yeah. 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 And you're like, oh, maybe they're just not emotionally ready. They're physically ready, but they're not emotionally ready to handle it. So you just have to know your kid. Yeah, you know, know, your, know your kid. We should end with know, know your kid. Know your kid. Know your kid. Accept your kid. Let your kid <laughs> do do it in the way in which they need to do it. They need to do. It. And, yeah. and now you can go ahead and write. You look that that idea down, whatever that was. And we're going to sign off and we're going to ask everyone who's listening to please subscribe and share this podcast and feel free to rate us on whatever podcast app you're using. Uh, catch you next time. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.